Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. <laughs> I still laugh like every time I hear that it's funnier and funnier. Self-declared messy living expert. So funny. <laughs> it always just reminds me of, oh, hello and welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. <laughs> Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm Petrina Fava, your messy living expert. <laughs> um, yeah, just every time I hear that, it makes me laugh because I think about um, when I was just thinking about starting to have a radio show and I was talking with my friend Christine MacGyver and... Um, yeah, we were just talking about like what was the show going to be and what did I want to call it and what was it going to be like. And um, it's so interesting because being messy, you might have heard me say this before, has been my most judgeable offense my whole life. And it's really, oh, it's interesting, the space that I'm in right now. Um, but yeah, like so when I started this show two years ago, almost two years ago, very close to two years ago, actually, uh, so judged, so much judged myself as being messy and was just kind of at the beginning of really embracing it and going all into it and, and, and I don't know, just dropping all the judgment around it. And so messy living expert just, just makes me laugh so much all the time because I am really good at being messy. And I've always thought about what would it be like to like, be paid, get paid to make a mess, you know, <laughs> get paid to be messy. And so it makes me laugh every time I hear it. Anyways, welcome, welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. Thank you for being here. I'm happy that you're joining me today. Uh, I am Petrina Fava, and this is Messy Adventures in Living. Uh, here are a few ways in which I play in the world. If you want to get to know me a little bit, I am a mom. I've got three amazing kids who uh, continuously give me so many mm, little gifts of awareness every minute of the day. They're amazing. And I am also a pediatric nurse. I work in Toronto at an amazing place called Sick Kids Hospital. And again, I get to meet, um, I have had the honor and pleasure of meeting probably thousands at this point of children and families over the last 20 years that I've been there. And again, they just so many gifts of little awarenesses, little nuggets of truths. And they've shown me so many different ways of being with with their body and just different ways of being. Sometimes it's so hard to put words into what um, I've learned from these families over the years. And I'm also an access consciousness, bars and body process facilitator. So access is a body of work that involves some hands-on energetic body processes and also some tools to create change in your life, change anything that's not working for you, and also create you know, stuff greater, even if everything is already working for you. What if you could create something greater? And the tools are weird and they're kind of wacky and I love them. They work and um, they're very simple and I and they're super fun and it's been very interesting for me to be have my hands in both of these worlds although I I say that and I also am aware that they're not really separate but it's been it is a very interesting place for me to be and I 
and I often laugh at um, how I've chosen to be in this place of being a registered nurse and also, uh, uh, you know, an, an energy worker. It's kind of funny and it's fun and I love it. Um, and I also am an author. A few years ago, I contributed chapters in three different books. Um, one of them is called Creations, Conscious Fertility Conception, Pregnancy and Birth. And the other one is Possibilities in Parenting. And the third one is The Power of Releasing Judgment. Uh, if you would like to check those out, you can find them at patrinafava.com or on Amazon. Um, I can create my own line of beauty products. I just I like to try different things all the time. And I'm always creating. And it's really fun. And um, I used to judge myself for that a lot, and I don't anymore. And that now it's even more fun. So that's enough about me. Messy adventures in living. Let's get to our topic today. So today, the title of our show is What Not to Expect When You're Expecting. <laughs> Pregnancy, what not to expect when you're expecting. So is there anything more loaded with expectation than pregnancy and birth? Hmm. Maybe marriage, <laughs> but really, the joys, the pains, the nausea, the luscious hair, the love you'll feel when you first hold your little one, the stretch marks, the birth plan, oh God, that birth plan. Talk about setting yourself up for disappointment. What if everything you've ever dreamed your pregnancy would be like is a huge barrier to a greater possibility that your mind cannot conceive of? Not expecting when you're expecting could be one of the ways to create great ease with all of it. Would you be willing to destroy all your preconceived notions about pregnancy and birth? Would you go so far as being willing to have the pregnancy and birth you are most resisting? <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. We're going to have a different conversation about pregnancy and birth. So where did all of this come from? Um you know, this is a um, kind of an easy topic or a hot topic or an interesting topic for me to talk, talk about. Um, about 11 or 12 years ago, my introduction to this work of Access Consciousness actually came about during a time when pregnancy was very much up in my world. And um, so I, I had, um, okay, so do we need to talk about this right now? Hmm, let's see. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we'll get back to it later. So, yeah, so I started to um, dabble in the tools of access right around a time when I was trying to get pregnant for a third time. And I had had a miscarriage and um, was starting to use the tools to create another pregnancy and to get past the disappointment and the grief of miscarriage. And as time went on, I started to see how having expectations was blocking um, blocking yeah blocking a new baby from coming actually um that along with a whole bunch of other emotion and um points of view about my body. But um as I began to look as I learned these tools I started to realize how many expectations and judgments surround pregnancy and birth. And I mean if you look at it, it's 
hundreds and thousands of years of women's points of view projected at us and energetically also how much have we been carrying um, the energy really of the significance of pregnancy and birth. It's not really significance. That's not the right word. Um, but can you tap into the energy of women and the job of birthing and the job of creating a life? Um, not that there's significance around it. Significance is not the correct word. There's a different energy here. It's... Hmm, I don't have a word for it right now. Um, but hopefully you get the sense of what I'm trying to articulate. Um, so... What are all the points of view that we have about pregnancy that are stopping us from having something even greater than what we are told to expect? So the the title of the show kind of pokes fun a little bit at, at the book um, that's called What to Expect When You're Expecting. And so I wanted to just kind of look at all the points of view that we have about pregnancy and all the expectations that we are told. So I started to think about how often, so if you've ever been pregnant or if you just happen to be pregnant, how much, how many points of view are surrounding you right now? Like how many people are telling you all of their points of view and all of their stories about their pregnancy? And how can you have a clear head? And, you know, what if you could drop all the judgments around expectation and pregnancy and start to ask questions instead? So what is coming up for you around this? If you're listening right now, what is coming up for you? What fear? Okay, so how much fear is associated with pregnancy? and birthing, and how much of that is an implant, uh, and how much of it is your awareness of hundreds and thousands and millions, I guess, years of women birthing and birthing and losing children and dying in birth. I'm so the energy of fear just seems to be a very dominant energy right now as I'm talking about pregnancy and birth. Okay, so let's clear some of this weird energy here. So we're going to use something called the access clearing statement. You can look it up. It's got its own website, theclearingstatement.com. You don't need to know about it for it to work. So let's just do this. So all of all of the significance around pregnancy and birth and all of the heaviness of the expectation and all the all of the heaviness that is present 
with this topic right now. Can we please destroy and uncreate it? Ah, oh, the burden. Thank you so much, Keisha, my lovely producer in the chat room. That's what it is. It's not significance. It's more of a, bur- a burden or a job, a burden. All of the heaviness of the burden of childbirth, bearing children, the burden of childbirth, all of the heaviness that is surrounding this that has been held in place for thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of years. Can we now destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and punk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. I wonder what is the value of holding this in place? What is the value of holding in place the heaviness of the burden of birth. Oh, Adam and Eve. The Bible, Adam and Eve. Aha, the sin. Okay. So, everywhere you bought the bought into the idea, the guilt, the story of the impelled guilt of the burden of birth because of the sin of Eve. And all the thousands and millions of years that you have been carrying that burden and everywhere you've been wholeheartedly and unabashedly and carrying that with honor without even blinking an eye and without even ever questioning it will you now destroy and uncreate everywhere you have held that in place <laughs> right wrong good and bad pot of buck all nine shorts boys and beyond <laughs> this is supposed to be a fun light topic <laughs> but hey this is messy adventures in living and so we just go with the flow all right so Let's take a much-needed break. (laughs) We are going to come right back and talk more about what not to expect when you're expecting. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. 
What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S., 815-880-8255 in Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network you can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com now here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Today we're talking about what not to expect when you're expecting pregnancy. What not to expect when you're expecting. So are you here because you're pregnant? Are you listening? Do you know someone who's pregnant? Have you been pregnant? Do you have a lot of crap um, around being pregnant? Uh, And would you like to get rid of it all? So really interesting just before we go into breaks. Just a whole ton of weird energy around all of this pregnancy. And if you're just jumping in, you might want to just listen again a little bit later, um, rewind and, and listen again. <clears throat> we just cleared a, just a bunch of um, heavy energy and uh, things are better, I think. And so we are going to move along a little bit and look at uh, what is the big deal, you might be asking. What is the big deal? Why shouldn't I know what to expect? Why shouldn't I read books and know what to expect when I'm expecting? What's the problem with that? So <clears throat> when I was pregnant the first time, being a registered nurse, a little bit scholarly, I went and I got myself a whole ton of books because I wanted to know exactly what to expect. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, because that's just how I do things. I like to know. I like to have information. I like to be informed. And I think what I realize now is that what I was reading in all of those books was a whole crap ton of points of view from different people. And so I was just reading a a bunch of people's judgments and a bunch of people's conclusions and a bunch of other people's experiences and, you know, people who had this experience and so were trying to share their experience with the world, which is fine, except that sometimes what ends up happening is you project your your very strong point of view onto the world, which is fine if you as the reader have a, a, a cool tool from Access Consciousness called Interesting Points point of view, or if you can read it, or you can read anything that you like and um, consider it just an interesting point of view and you don't have to believe it to be right or wrong. Um, so <clears throat> so what is the big deal? And what if, um, okay, so the big deal is this, expectations kill um, possibilities, really. They Expectations kill possibility. They kill the space of creating greater, they kill out creation. Expectations, expectations kill creations, which is actually a radio show that I did a couple of months ago. If you might want to listen to it, I I did that radio show. You can go back into the archives. It was July the tenth, twenty six, 
17. Um, so expectations kill creations, right? And and why do they do that? Well, because expectations essentially are a bunch of judgments and there are a bunch of conclusions. And so when you have judgments and conclusions, then they're just closed doors. A judgment just has a total stop energy to it, right? A conclusion has a stop energy. You have a conclusion, you lock it in place, and then you can't see anything else. It's like a horse with blinders on. You just All you can see is your judgment. You will only... You will only see those things that match your judgment. And so um, I headed to Etymology Online, as I do on Messy Adventures in Living and Why Not on this show. So um, I looked up expect. And um, expect, the origin of the word expect as a verb, is to wait, to anticipate, to look for, to look to look at. So this word look is there a few times to look out for, to look for with anticipation um, and to look, to look at. So um, some interesting things for me here, like, you know, an expectation is to, to look for. So, you know, if you look for something, you'll find it most of the time, right? Um, so if you look for nausea in your pregnancy, you'll probably find it. If you look, you know, it, it's... Um, it's the idea that your point of view creates your reality. And the other interesting thing that I uh, know here is that um, the first word after the word expect that I saw was wait. And I previously on another show, I looked up the word wait and I found this is like my favorite ever etymology lookup was the word wait. Uh, to wait is to, um, oh, what's the word now? To watch with hostile intent, to watch, to watch out for, with in to wait, to watch with hostile intent. I think that's what it was. Um, so, you know, the energy of these words, waiting, to watch with hostile intent, it's not really a word that's going to create something greater. To watch with hostile intent. Yes, I just looked it up just to make sure I wasn't crazy. So, interesting, the energy of the word expect, uh, to look for, to look out for. It's a different energy from asking a question to create a greater possibility, right? So, when you expect something and then you look out for it, then all you're seeing is what you're looking for. And there could be more. Of course, there's more. There's always more. And so what are all the things that you're looking for, that you're looking out for? Uh, what are all your points of view that are creating your reality in your pregnancy and birth? So uh, let's talk about a few, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Mood swings, that's one. So, you know, mood swings, what to expect when you're expecting? Well, you'll probably have mood swings because you're really hormonal. And, um, you know, you all all the movies, like how many movies have you watched about women who are crazy angry one second and then crying at a movie in another minute and then ecstatically happy. And, you know, their partners and their husbands and their baby daddies are all confused about what to do and you know that's just one very common point of view right that the women are hormonal and they're crazy and they're angry and they're moody and so what if that's not true because sometimes it's not there are many women who don't experience that um what are some other points of view about 
about pregnancy. Mm, how about, uh, well, we talked about nausea already. So lots of the physical symptoms, right? All the physical symptoms that, that, um, all the books tell you that all of the, all of the, all of your friends will tell you. Yes, cravings, um, that you crave weird things. I actually hardly ever had cravings during my pregnancy. Any, all three of my pregnancies. Um, so sometimes these things don't happen, right? And so it's not to say that these things aren't true, because um, some people do get nauseous. I had some nausea with, with my son. Um, but they're not always true. And the, the thing is, that that's not the point. The point, not, the point is not whether they're, tr- they're true or they're not. The point is that, that having an expectation is not the greatest way to be in a space of receiving what's truly possible. So who are all the people that you've bought your points of view from about pregnancy and birth? Your mother? Um, you know, have you? How, do you have the point of view that because your mother had a a difficult birth that likely you will also have a difficult birth or that you know you come from a long line of women with narrow hips and so you'll never have a vaginal delivery and so of course you're always going to have a, a difficult birth because of course we all did or you know you're going to have really bad back labor because your mother had back labor or you're going to have a breech baby because your mother had a breech baby and had to have a c-section and so <clears throat> Um, yeah, would you like to get rid of all those points of view? So all of the points of view that have been projected at you from your mother, and there's something else, and isn't that so weird? There's such an energy of like carrying the torch or something, passing it on, um, wearing it, like wearing it like a badge. It's interesting to me what's happening right now. I almost, I'm, I'm kind of like aware of all of the, this reality or this society's points of view about pregnancy, but also the enormous energy, um, amongst all of the women of this reality throughout all time and space. Throughout all time and space. Holy crap, that's intense. I don't even know where to start clearing them. <laughs> so, um, and, <clears throat> okay, so that's interesting. So I was just about to go and clear all of the energy um, that is being passed down from generation to generation to generation, all women throughout all time and space. And I hesitated, and I had this weird hesitation of, but I don't want to destroy that because it's beautiful. And that's really interesting because when you destroy and uncreate something, you're not actually destroying the beautiful relationship. What you're actually destroying is the heaviness of the significance and everywhere it's creating a limitation. Okay, there. So everywhere that every single woman that has ever been walked on this earth or every being that's ever been in a female body, whatever that is, all that energy of women, everywhere that energy is being bastardized or twisted to create 
um, difficult labors, uh, everywhere that's being twisted into significance, everywhere it's being twisted to create limitation instead of a greater possibility, can we please destroy and create all of the significance of that that has been held in place for thousands of years? Right and wrong, good and bad, part and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. So, yeah, a true marker of womanhood, yes, or being a woman, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's, that's part of that heaviness, too. So um, that's a, actually a really big point of view about, you know, if you don't have children, if you don't bear children, then you're not a real woman. Having, bearing children and being pre- pregnant is the true marker of womanhood. Yeah. Right. <laughs> The survival of the species rests upon your ovaries. Thank you, Keisha. Yeah, um, maybe that's part of the significance too. The heaviness, the burden, again, but it's the significance of carrying the species. It's really weird because every time I talk about it, maybe I have a point of view about it. It's I keep getting this energy of, but it's true. Um, and so I'm not really debating. Hmm, I'm not really debating the truth or the not truth of this. So how many... Okay. Yeah, let's just go to break. (laughs) We're going to go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about pregnancy, what not to expect when you're expecting. We'll be back with more. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions 
or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. All right, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your host, Petrina Fava, and today we're talking about pregnancy, what not to expect when you're expecting. And it's been an interesting show with a lot of energy coming up around the responsibility of women to carry forth the species. So we're going to continue to look at what not to expect and how expectation can um, create a lot of closed doors with your pregnancy and your birth. So what are some of the other expectations that you have about stretch marks, about your body, about getting fat, um, that, um, you know, what else have you been told by people? So everything you've been told by your mothers, your sisters, your friends, um, and everywhere you are holding on to that as ultimate truth and everywhere you're getting confused because you have you have a different perspective and everybody's telling you a different perspective and you're so convoluted that you can't be clear about what might be required about your for your body and for your baby. See, that's the thing right there. Okay, that is what I would like to change here. Um, that's what I would like to change here, please. Um, the 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 beauty and the amazingness of pregnancy and birth. Yes, absolutely. I love being pregnant and I loved giving birth all three times. Um, it's amazing and I love it. And I'm not here to you know negate or or get rid of the that amazing power that we have as women. Um, but what I am aware of is that having a bunch of conclusions can actually block our awareness about what's required and what's required for our bodies, what's required for our babies, because points of view are smoke screens, right? Conclusions are smoke screens. They're, they're just, they're fog. And so if you can interesting, be in a space of interesting point of view, when someone tells you their birth story, um, then you can be in a space where fear is not controlling you. You can be in a place where you're asking questions and then you can Ask questions about what's truly required and then choose, make your choices and to create a greater possibility. So everywhere you are being blinded by the thousands of points of view that are being projected at you about pregnancy and birth and what that's going to be like and everywhere that is blocking your awareness or everywhere you are letting that block your awareness of what's required for your body and what's required for that being that's growing in your body. Will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So here, I'll give you an example. I started to talk about this at the beginning of the show. I'll give you an example from my own life. When I I had a miscarriage, um, my third pregnancy, so I had had uh, two beautiful girls and I uh, became pregnant again. We wanted to have a third child, and I had a, a miscarriage at just nine weeks pregnant. And so I had a lot of bleeding, and so I was in the hospital. And just before this happened, I was ta- I had been learning, just learning about reading a lot about the secret and learning about manifestation, and really in a place where I was um, convinced that if I thought, if I had positive thoughts, that I could change the outcome. And so I. I had a crap load of expectations. So I'm in the hospital and I'm I'm 
having a lot of bleeding that's very difficult to control. And I actually stayed in the hospital for like two days um, and they couldn't get rid of some little, you know, clots and bits, parts of whatever. Anyways, it doesn't matter. They couldn't stop the bleeding. And so my I had so many judgments and expectations and I was convinced that thinking positive and having positive expectations, right, expecting a positive outcome was going to change it and it did not. It didn't because I wasn't in the place of question. I was not asking about what was required for my body at all. I was projecting a lot of um, of hatred actually at my body, a lot of anger at my body. And I, all I was doing was projecting a bunch of expectations out to the universe and especially at my body. And it created a lot of um, just un... Anyways, it doesn't matter, I guess. It was all awesome in the end. Um, it just created a lot of difficulty and a lot of frustration. There wasn't a lot of ease around it at all um, because I wasn't in a place where I was asking questions. All I was doing was projecting a whole bunch of expectations. And the expectations were, were you know, quote-unquote positive expectations. This is the thing, right? It doesn't matter if we expect great things. Um, expectations, no matter how great they are, will will kill possibilities. All expectations kill possibilities, even beautiful ones, even wonderful ones. You know, even the ones that, that all even if you sit there and you expect for nine months that you're going to have a beautiful, wonderful birth and it's going to be lovely and it's going to be the water birth of your dreams with no epidural and like, you know, even if it's, even if it's the most positive expectation, it still blocks the greatest possibility because what if there's a possibility that's greater than what your mind can conceive so then what else is there besides expectation well there's question and the thing with questions is that it really can open the door to possibilities when you are in the space of being an interesting point of view about what everybody else says anyone else says to you anything you read any thoughts even any of the thoughts that are in your own head you know thoughts about your grandmother and their grandmother and history and mothers and mothers before you and and you know has pregnancy got you thinking about all the thousands of generations of women who have gone before you and who are all of those voices in your head and what if you didn't have to believe them what if you could just see them as interesting points of view and then ask a question you know what's required for my body at this moment what is what what would this baby like what would this being like what is required for my baby um without any points of view in the way i you know i got to hand it to you if you're if you're if you're going into this and 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 trying to clear all the points of view cuz there are a lot of them in around this there are a lot of them around pregnancy and birth thousands and thousands of years worth of points of view and and energy that has gone unchanged. And so what if you could be the one to choose something different with this? Um, not everything has to be what you read in the book. Okay, what else is here? What else? Birth plans, birth plans, birth plans. Do you really want to do a birth plan? <laughs> no, I mean you can choose a birth plan if you like. I just there's something about birth plans that I really realize um can create a lot of disappointment for women. So, you know when I looked up um expectation on um the online etymology dictionary, 
guess what the word underneath expectation was? Because it's not really alphabetical. So guess what the word under expectation was? It was disappoint. (laughs) And I thought that was interesting. Expect, and then right underneath was disappoint. And it's not this, for me, it's not the energy of like, um, don't expect anything and then that and then you won't be disappointed. It's not really that. It's just that, no, it's not that at all, right? Because I've heard people say that so many times. It's a very different energy. It's not um, don't expect anything because then you won't be disappointed. It's something else. It's your expectations block possibility. So what if you could ask some questions to create the space for the greatest possibility to show up. Um, So what kind of questions could you ask? Well, how much fun can I have being pregnant? You know, what does my body require? What would, what would my baby like? What, you know, how, how, how many, how often have you ever been taught to ask the being that's growing inside of you what they would like and how they would like to come into the world, probably not very often. And so, you know, how how much of an honoring would that be if you could consider that that being that's growing in your body right now could have choice as well? And I mean, you know, we all learn about talking to the baby because the baby hears your voice and hears your heartbeat and all of that stuff. And that's great. And what if there was more? What if there's more? Because two beings are kind of sharing a body. And that's kind of (laughs) weird, right? Like energetically to me, that is crazy. You know, how many of your points of view is your baby picking up? just in utero, and how many of your baby's points of view are you picking up? Is that weird? Well, what if this is not your baby's first time around on this planet, right? And so is it possible? Like, I remember I used to have so many weird, weird dreams when I was pregnant, like weird. And um, and so sometimes I wonder, like, you know, if, if you know, there's a possibility of reincarnation, how much of that being's points of view or how much of that being's awareness of another life am am I having while I'm pregnant, right? So if you're pregnant and you've got some other being hanging out with you in your body, is it possible that some of your thoughts and your feelings are theirs? I know, it's weird. Just, you know, just a possibility you might want to ask yourself what you know about that and what does your baby know and so how cool and how honoring would it be to acknowledge your baby as an infinite being uh, as an infinite being that is at the moment creating a small body and how cool would it be to acknowledge your child's choice in the matter right these are some of the questions that you can ask how how much fun can i have giving birth what would it be like to have a pain-free birth? And, you know, what are some of the tools you could use during the birth? Um, interesting point of view is an amazing tool. I used it a lot when my son, when I was pregnant with my son. I had learned the tools of access already and just sort of a little bit. And so I 
I kept catching myself when I was going into conclusion because access is really about being in the question and and not going to conclusion and not buying anything, any conclusion as real at all, but staying in the question. And so I remember, for example, that um, I, I uh, received an epidural and then shortly after, because I was watching the monitor intently with my nurse brain, <laughs> I saw that... Um, my contractions were slowing down. And so uh, right away, I caught myself thinking, oh, like, I that's because of the epidural, because usually when you get an epidural, your contractions start to slow down. And so I just caught myself and I thought, wow, well, interesting point of view that you have that point of view. Interesting point, that's an interesting point of view. And what else is possible? And if my contractions do slow down, okay, could I be okay with that? Would I be willing to have a longer labor? You know, and and I had to look at all of my fears about the baby being in distress, and like I really wanted to have a faster labor this time because my labors had been long. You know, twenty seven hours, thirteen hours. I was like, come on, you know, you, this is the third one. You should be falling out. You know, um, and and I just kept using that tool. Interesting point of view. What else is possible? What else is possible? And would I be willing to have the kind of birth that I've been resisting? Which is kind of a question that I asked in the. In the at the beginning of the show, would you be willing to have the kind of birth that you are resisting? Um, would you be willing to have a C-section if that's what's required? Um, you know, do you really value having a vaginal birth? And would you know if you're resisting the C-section so much, are you actually helping it to get become that you know the energy of that to get bigger and bigger and bigger? when you drop all of your expectations and when you're actually willing to have that thing show up that you're most resisting, that is often when you can have the most ease with everything that's happening. So I invite you to consider that possibility. And we're taking uh, our last break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm Petrina Fava. We will be back very soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? 
For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beinguclass.com. My gift to you, beinguclass.com. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Today, we have been talking about pregnancy, what not to expect when you're expecting. Look at all the expectations that we have around pregnancy and birth and dropping them all. And well, why would we drop them all? So I've been inviting you to drop them all so that you can actually invite and receive the greatest possibility. Um, expectations block possibilities completely. Um, and what if you could be in the question and ask for um, the greatest possibility to show up. So, you know, and when I started to kind of look at this idea, I was often very confused about how it was possible to ask for something and then um, not make it and then like not um, be invested in the outcome. And I, I just remember being so confused about how can I do that? Like, how can I how can I ask for an, a, a delicious little yummy little boy in my life and then not make it so significant and not be attached to the outcome? Be like, okay, whatever shows up, shows up. Like, how can I do that? Um, and, you know, over the years, I've started to understand that actually dropping your barriers and being willing for it not to show up or being willing for that thing that you're resisting to show up is an amazing way to um, drop the attachment to the outcome and to drop all of the expectation completely to give that creation space to show up. So, you know, um, if you want to have a water birth, then that's amazing. If you want to have a, a birth at home with a midwife in the water, then that's great. Ask for it. Um, and also, would you be willing to not have it if that's what's required, if that's what your baby maybe is um asking is asking for something different or if your body requires something different so absolutely ask for whatever you would like you know what would it be like to be able to go through have a birth that was easy and pain-free what would it be like to have a, a vaginal delivery that doesn't include epidural and would you be willing to have it if that's what's required right so ask questions for it to show up and also be willing to have whatever is going to create the greatest outcome um, well, hmm, we are coming to the last five minutes of the show. What else do we need to talk about? You know, and so even postpartum, like, I guess I should just touch on that a little bit. Like, what are all the expectations after your baby is born, right? Like, no lack of sleep. And so just, if you want to look and maybe even just make a list of all of the expectations and all of the conclusions and judgments that you are being bombarded with at the moment and cross them off as you just say, okay, that's an interesting point of view. That's an interesting point of view. What else is possible? What would it be like to have a calm baby that sleeps well? And, you know, would I be willing to not have that? You know, would I be willing to have a completely colicky baby that cries all the time? And what's right about that that I'm not getting? So, you know, I invite you to ask for what you desire. Um, ask for whatever you would like to show up while also being willing 
to receive that thing that you are most resisting because in that way, then you lower your resistance and you can create the space for the magic to show up, for the magic to show up. Okay, so speaking of magic, um, speaking of magic, so this is my last show on the Inspired Choices Network today, and I just want to take a few minutes to talk a little bit about the huge contribution that being a radio show host on the Inspired Choices Network has been for me. Super amazingly, I can't even describe the words um, to describe how grateful I am to have been um, having a radio show and being a radio show host here on the Inspired Choices Network for the last almost two years. Um, So, you know, I think when I started, I was really just starting to look at um, being the willingness to be judged and um, the willingness to sound stupid or to look stupid and kind of I was in a place where I really wanted to be seen and I really wanted to be heard while also being super nervous about it. And um, I have discovered that while be also while having a radio show has been super fun for me because I like to talk and I could just talk forever <laughs> um it has it has amazed me actually what has shown up and that is that every single time I have um you know stepped into going live and talking about things I have received an enormous amount of awareness about every single topic I've ever discussed um, beyond what I ever expected. Um, sometimes literally as I'm talking, as things are coming out of my mouth, so funny and so fun and so totally amazing. Um, and also just the willingness to talk about things that may be perceived as controversial or that may be judged because of course, because everything we talk about is has the possibility to be judged, right? So um, has really just allowed me to step out of my comfort zone and be willing to be judged. So, so grateful for this amazing, amazing opportunity. I've had so much fun over the last two years creating shows and playing with people in the chat room, um, playing with my producers and um, all of the other hosts and all of the listeners. So I'm so grateful to all of you who have been listening and um, following my shows and listening to my shows. Thank you so much for being here and for, for liking my shows and for any of you who have ever shared them. I'm so, so grateful. Uh, And of course, to the Inspired Choices Network, I am extremely grateful to everyone, my producer, especially to Keisha, who's been awesome in the chat room, such an incredible presence. Thank you so much. Christine McIver, the owner and my good friend, I'm so grateful that um, I have been able to play with you in in um, in this arena. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for being with me. Uh, throughout this great journey and go ahead get out there get messy make messy choices and have an amazing life thank you so much to all of you i love you keep getting messy with your choices bye bye thanks for playing with us on messy adventures and living Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.